Welcome to the Thurman Viking Podcast, where we talk about real issues every single day. Today's topic, because it was on my mind because I just seen it, I definitely just got an email and notification about unemployed. <clears throat> okay. You already had to jump through hoops for unemployed. Not only did you have to jump through hoops, you also have to wait a significant amount of time to receive the unemployment. And then you still have to wait even more time just to give for them to give you the payback. And it's in rations. Okay. So they just announced today in the state of Tennessee, because we live in Tennessee, that if you receive an unemployment, you have to do the weekly Rich. No. It's not the search. They changed it. And I don't think people understand it. It's not just the regular search. You basically, it's a, let me look look at the email right quick. Okay. It says... I'm going to read it. Beginning Sunday, September the 27th, 2020, part of the initiative is requiring unemployment claimants to once again complete weekly searches during the certification process. But what I'm saying is I understand it's saying the weekly searches, right? Mm-hmm. So... You always had where you can go on the app and do the weekly searches. Right. But if you look at the video, because a lot of people are not going to watch the video. Uh-huh. Because it's a YouTube video on the website and connected to the emails that they're sending out. Right. So the video shows a different format of how you do weekly searches. Uh-huh. So now it's saying... You do your weekly searches, but you also have to turn them in. It, it explains it on the website. So basically, when you file, a screen to come up, of course, of, of the fraud and the acknowledgement of you certifying. Right. Then you choose to certify. They saying, because they just now started this, so nobody has seen it yet. Right. So they saying, as soon as you click on that screen, you have to input the jobs that you searched, the phone numbers, and, and like extensive information. Right. Like, because it doesn't just stop at this, it's the date, the time, all of this. And I'm like, so basically, y'all making people jump through even more of a hoop just to get 275 max. You know what I'm saying? Because before, you really didn't have to do, all you had to do was click on click the on the search, search and, that was and, it, and it counted. Uh, once it pop up, you can check the boxes. Mm. What they saying is it's a different menu. It's a drop down menu to where you have to manually put in these different, you got to do at least three times. What? Yes. You got to have three different initial searches that you got to manually put in. And once you manually put it in, then they're going to tell you if they accept it or not. 
And by the way, even though these jobs are replicated on their website, mm-hmm. you can't use that job more than once. What? Yeah. So my thing is to the people who who own unemployment, if you listening, or if you come by this clip by any means, know this. If you own unemployment in Tennessee, you need to go to Tennessee.gov and watch the video of the new certification. Because if you don't, you're gonna wonder why that you don't qualify or they uh because what they they're gonna do is start stopping people unemployment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not even just gonna they saying, oh well, it's a deny it'll be a denial for that week. But what if you do it two weeks in a row because you still haven't figured it out? Exactly. They're gonna cut your claim all in the one. You, it's not gonna be any. So I think I feel like that's misleading due to how everything going on right now. Mm. Well, um, to me, it's no different than what they have always done. Once they open the door for something and and they see how it goes, and then they find ways and loopholes and, and black spots to literally make it harder for people. That's that's number one. That's what get me and it's frustrating because people when you try to talk to other people about these things, they think that, that you cuckoo. And it's not that you cuckoo, it's that you see it more clearly than they would. And I get it. Because of course you would think, no, nah, this the government. They 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 wanna help me. No, they 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 don't. But my thing is, we have to understand the law. We have to know these laws because when shit happens, we the ones that's, that's holding a heavier weight. They have loopholes for them. The laws is for them. This is a loophole. That's what this I'm saying. This is a loophole, yes. And you have so many people that is receiving unemployment. And it's, it's, they, it's just like... Okay, how many people don't check their emails? We just watched the, the news thing the other day where, uh, what was it, Nevada? Well, they didn't even have internet access. How in the hell is the whole, just about the whole U.S. is having virtual learning and it's some places that does not have internet access? But it's satellites everywhere. True. And I, I, and, it, and it's like it should be no. I seen one thing on Instagram where these girls, these little girls, and they lived in like modern neighborhood, like like where we live, and they had to go to Taco Bell to, to connect to their Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. And then somebody felt sorry for them, and then had the, and they did like a GoFundMe to set their house up, which when they winded up learning a real situation, it was the whole damn neighborhood. And it's like, this is not a poor area. How they don't have this. But it, they, it's the same thing with unemployment. They are making people... Uh, it's a mess. They're really screwing over the American people. Yep. It's not what they're making people do. It's that they figuring out a way to eliminate people doing these loophole times. Uh-huh. And people got to understand that. That's why what I did was look at the email and then went to the YouTube page, mm-hmm. watched the video twice yeah. so I can understand that 
the regular certification that you do when you go in on, on your app or online and search don't even count. Mm. It count, but that's not what the three things is. Mm. So you got to do this? You got to do seven normal searches, and then you got to do at least three of those you got to report to them. <laughs> that's what they saying. You basically got to report that you did these searches. Yeah. Which is fucking stupid. It's like, what was I doing at first, though? What was what was happening at first? Exactly. But see, this is the loophole, and it's going to get a lot of people. They're going to wonder why. They're going to be like, I've done my searches. Why is it I didn't get paid? Because yeah. you didn't do the extra three extent that you have to manually input on the website to them. And they're not telling you it's manually. Uh-huh. They're trying to make it seem like, oh, well, the, re- the searches that you're doing is, is, is valid. But I'm telling you, it's not going to be valid. You're going to have to manually put in those three searches a week. And that's what it's going to be from now on, plus the seven. So, either three of the seven you can do, or you can do three, then seven. But you always got to do seven searches a week. That's some baby back bullshit. Honestly. We already... These people... Most other people that's receiving unemployment is not because they lazy. Exactly. It's because they basically have been for even if your job shut down or let you go because of COVID, it's people that's afraid to go out in the workforce because the factories don't give a damn if people get sick or not. That's why they got temp services. Mm-hmm. It's a revolving door. So that can't even count. It's some bull. It's bull. But I, I feel like now, if I ain't never said nothing to be true and people don't believe me, we come to a time where you have to question everything. You have to question it. You got to look into it. You, you can't, have to pay attention. Yeah. You have to analyze the data more than once. You uh-huh. can't just skim over it because what a lot of people don't know is if you filed a claim on unemployment, yes, they extended a week, but they did not extend your unemployment money. So, say if you're supposed to get $7,000 in 28 weeks, they extended 28 weeks to 32 weeks, but within those, before those 28 weeks hit, your money would be exhausted. Mm. But see, people are not understanding that. They're wondering why, oh, wow, they said they extended it, they did extend it. But you won't be able to get unemployment. For a whole nother year after the extension over. Mm, mm, mm. So, even though they extended from 28 to 32, or I think it's 36, I'm not really sure on it, it's 32 or 36, but it's one of the other. You won't be able to get money because they, 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 they give you a set amount of money mm-hmm. and you max out. Mm-hmm. You can only go so high, like I, I, I don't know if people understand that you can work your whole life and then now you choose to get unemployment and you wondering why you it maxed out at seven grand and you've been working 20 years straight it should never do that but that's it's, 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 it's a cap on how much they give you it's a cap on how much you max out it's a cap on the weeks and the timing if you can't understand or break that terminology down and say, look, okay, this is what I get a week. I get max, 275. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
I got X amount of weeks until that two seventy five within that so seven grand I got is is exhausted. But see, people looking at it like, oh, they extended it. But if you exhaust all your money, the extension doesn't matter. Yeah. So what they did was throw something out there to kind of ensure the people that's trying to get unemployment. We doing something to help. But how is that going to help if they didn't extend your money too? Mm. So instead of seven, they should have gave 10, but they didn't. They kept the, they kept the, the regular amount of what they give people. And then they extended the weeks. But the weeks don't matter. Mm. So I understand what, what people are going to be frustrated. And my thing is, I'm going to go ahead and spread the word before it hit. And I'm going to share this. And I hope people share this because one thing about black community, we don't like to look into things ourselves. Yeah. And then when they then when the the information is passed on, they still want to like don't wait till it get too late. But see, that's what I'm saying. They put out a press conference, they put out an email, they um, shared it on their website. So it's nothing stopping you from learning what they're trying to do. Mm. But they know majority of people on unemployment don't want to read all of the stuff that they put on their website. And they know that when they put it on the news, people wouldn't understand. People thinking, oh, well, I filed for my weekly search anyway. I just go on the app and hit search, 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 and I'm good. What they not realizing is you have to do that and more. But they didn't say that specifically. You see what yeah. I'm saying? They just said, oh, well, the search is resuming, and you have to do these three and turn it in every week. And everybody thinking, oh, it went from seven to three. No, you still got to do that and you got to do this. And see, you can't check it now because you can't file until your file date. So if your file date Sunday, you won't be able to check it till Sunday. If your file date today, you'll be able to check it today. Because it started today. Mm. Oh, no, it started yesterday. What's today? The 28th? Day the 30th. So the 30th. I think it started on the 27th. Mm. So that, that was Monday. So it started at the beginning of this week and it ends Sunday. So if you already filed, you gotta go you screw. No, you can't go back and change your certification. Damn. If you already filed, so say, because people got file dates on Monday now. Oh. Yes, okay. you got it, it, it go by your social. So people got file dates on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So now, say if somebody filed Monday or Tuesday, they didn't know Monday until they put out the press conference about it. So they pretty much screwed in this coming up week, they won't get unemployed. That's, that is overwhelming as shit. It's definitely overwhelming. And the thing is, you're not training people to do what you're asking them to do. Ain't nobody going to know that they got to hit a drop-down menu to do these three extra ones manually. Because most people ain't even going to look at the email and see or the website and see that they have a YouTube link showing you how to do it. Yeah. 
So everybody that's out there listening, if you get unemployment, you need to go to Tennessee.gov and read the information about the new procedures and watch the video and you will understand what I'm saying. It's not the initial search that you normally do. These are manual inputs that you have to do now. And it's frustrating because before y'all put this out, y'all could inform people what y'all was doing and how y'all was doing. Fuck no! So people would know this is exactly what I need to do to continue it. But they didn't do that. They just throw it out because what that's going to do is that's going to disqualify so many people from unemployment because they wasn't paying attention or they don't have the internet or, or whatever it may be. It's a lot of people that cannot read that depends on other people that does not feel like it is important for them to know what's going on with unemployment because they don't depend on unemployment. So at that point, here you go. That's uh, that's crazy. Well, it's not. Looking at who is doing it, you know, America is, they some old footy dudes. People need to pay attention. Mm. That's it. Yeah. We so used to sitting back and waiting to see what happened. Sometimes you gotta make shit happen for yourself. Mm. In this situation, you can't wait back and see what happened if you get unemployed. Yeah. If you need, I understand that two seventy five ain't a lot of money, or whatever somebody getting because the max is two seventy five in Tennessee. So if you getting lower than that. I get it. It ain't a lot of money, but it could give you gas to get what you need to get, yeah. a meal for your family for a day, whatever it may be. It could help the situation. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't helping you, then why are you even on unemployed? You know what? I should have known something was afoot. I knew I should have known crime was afoot when they <laughs> uh when they read open everything when they took away the restrictions. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it's always some old. That show you that they've been planning to yeah. roll this out, and where it was, it's it's like a thief in the night. It's without warning. Well, we we told y'all the week of what y'all gotta do. Mm-hmm. So that means if you're not paying attention this week, you will miss your certification for this week, and you will not get paid for next week. So just think about all. Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm telling you. I think. They haven't even said the rules and regulations of it, so they didn't say what happened if you miss two weeks. You see what I'm saying? Uh huh. They totally disqualify exactly. you for unemployment. They're gonna, they're gonna uh, uh, dismiss your claim uh-huh. and say, "Oh well, you you wasn't certified, so obviously you don't need unemployment." Uh-huh. Not the fact that you don't even know the new procedures. Uh-huh. all good. I just like like I said, my thing is this I'm a forewarn whoever I can when I come across information of, of this magnitude because you know unemployment could go a long way, especially when all this stuff happening and, and, and people need even though it's not a lot of money to 275 because 
they're just trying to keep up with what's going on and survive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's very important to, to survive with people. Even though, yeah, you might can't pay, you know, your whole rent or something with one one weekly. But you can buy some food. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's my whole thing. People definitely need it because if they didn't, they wouldn't have signed up for it. And I feel like these governments are not working with people to better educate them on even the use of their website because it's their website. But why would they do that if they're trying to keep as much money in their pocket? Why would they forewarn I understand that. And I know that's why I say I feel like I'm a seal, you know. I have to jump through this flaming hoop and clap my hand, ur, 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 put the ball on my nose, you know, turn around in a circle, you know. And, and after all that said and done, you want me to do it through two hoops, mm-hmm. and it's it's not right, you know what I'm saying? That they can do this without warning. Oh, they should warn a shot was the same as. It's already in process because, like I said, they should have at least gave people a week or two in advance to learn how to do it on the system. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They rolled it out this week and they count this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. So I, I, I definitely sympathize for people on unemployment because it's hard out here. Mm-hmm. You know, me getting unemployment before in times like it's not something that you're gonna say oh well I didn't need it because yes it might not be a significant amount of money if your bills let's say three thousand dollars a month unemployment ain't gonna cover that but it, it'll slow the, it'll slow it'll slow down the bleed the bleed in, in the situation okay because maybe you'll manage to keep your lights on or maybe you'll manage to keep the water on. And especially if you got kids, you know what I'm saying? You're doing everything you can to push that little money they getting you around to help survive. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's messed up. That's messed up. It's like the warning shot was the pal, the hit. It wasn't really a warning shot. It's like being in a race. Because, you know, in the Olympics, like when you do races, they shoot the gun. Mm-hmm. It's like the finish line being right there in front of you as soon as they <laughs> shoot the gun. Pow, wait, how did I even get here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm already crossing the river with my, with my arms out. Right. And it's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next subject. Yeah. So this is the next subject. The debate. <laughs> I know you was excited to see what, how it was going to unfold. So I know you got something on your chest or on your mind, rather, about the debate. Because I do. I, I'm going to let you start first. My honest opinion about the debate you know I'm not a political person 
I'm, I'm true to that. Like, the, the Democrats and the Republicans are the same people to me. Same people, different color clothes. Exactly. <laughs> They're the bloods and crips, crips of, of America. Of, of the government. True. Exactly. To me, have you ever seen a hold down? You, 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 like, yes. okay. It was a sophisticated hold down. <laughs> It was a sophisticated hold down. Like I had, I wanted to watch it because it, it was just on my like spirit to watch it. Like it really, truly was. I had to see, it. and I, I seen a lot of comments where it's like a lot of people was angry because that the the one main thing was they asked Biden, "Do you support Black Lives Matter?" Right? Exactly. And he did not say yes. He did not say no. He went into the whole subject. He went into a whole different thing. (laughs) But then when they asked Trump, are you or do you have anything to say against white supremacy? And that wasn't the exact thing, or you speak against white supremacy or whatever. And Biden was looking at him. What was that man name? Chris was looking at him. Yeah. The, the media. Yeah, it was it was they we waiting on you. And they wanna answer then. Biden never said yay or nay. Nobody waited on him. No, not because it wasn't it wasn't meant for him to give an answer. It was meant for Trump because they knew he was not. This, this is the thing. Some people feel so strongly about shit that they wouldn't even say go against it. In public, you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But what what got me was he said, "Stand down, but stand by." Mm-hmm. Okay. That was deep. That was that that was what I was supposed to see because you know I've been swaying towards the Trump support. You know what I'm saying? I really have because it is some stuff that I agree with, but that. That I heard that shit in my sleep. I heard it in my sleep. And that's all I heard in my sleep. It was just darkness. But I heard him saying that. You get what I'm saying? And it, it made my skin crawl just hearing it. Because what he was saying was Calm the fuck down. But stay to the side. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what people need to understand is, no, I don't get mad at Trump when he relate more to his people rather than black people. How you going to expect him to relate to you when nobody is as... I mean, ain't no brown people in his circle like that at all. I'm not going to say like that. He don't fool with brown people. Neither does Biden. Neither does Biden. And my thing is, everybody want to do tick for tick, tick for tick, tick for tick. Biden locked up a lot of Negroes. With the, with the crime bill. On the strength. Well, he kind of basically denied the crime bill. Did you see that? He, no, he, if you think about what he was saying, he was basically saying that the crime bill wasn't what Trump was saying, but it truly was what Trump was saying. 
to tell you, if we go back and watch it, you see a lot of times when one of them said something opposing the other one, they laughed, right? Mm-hmm. And it was this girl a while back. I can't remember her name, but she was a singer, and she accused Hollywood of a lot of weird-ass shit. That, that is totally going true. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of her... Um, like Cora Feeling. Yes. Because nobody believes him. No. In the middle of her doing her her song on one of them late-night shows, she stopped. And she said, they do not laugh at us because what we see is a lie. They laugh because it's the truth. You see what I'm saying? And how can you how can you fight against somebody? That's okay with the, with it being said. I'm gonna laugh at it because I can't. You can't touch me. You can't do shit. No matter no matter what you try to connect arms with people to do, you isn't. If there's nothing you can do, every time. The only time I seen bad and get absolutely serious when when Trump called his son a crackhead. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was almost epic. It was because Trump hit him. That's how come basically the two rules were. Well, no, he talked about Trump's son too. Yeah, he did. But see, Trump's son shit ain't as transparent as Biden's son. That's why they tried to hide him off somewhere else. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and. Wait, Trump, what? Yeah, Biden's son, a Trump's son ain't did shit like Biden's son. See, his, his shit go a little bit deeper and okay. a little bit darker. You see what I'm saying? So, okay. that's how come the rule was no interruptions and families was off limits. Neither one of them followed the rules. No, and and that's my whole thing. Even after the debate was over, they kept ragging on Trump. Oh, well, he wouldn't let Biden talk and he kept interrupting and it was it was just the worst. First of all, this was not even a debate. This was a, 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 a jug fest. You know, this was a, a, a judging ring. It was nothing really debated about. It was just, this I'm going to talk about your shit, and you going to talk about my shit, we going to keep talking shit to each other. Motherfucker. And, and I, don't, I don't have a problem with that, but I do have a problem with it being fair. Mm. Now, I, I can say it was not that much fairness going on when it came to Trump about the different talking points of them getting out of line. Because Biden would say shit during Trump time to talk. And dude wouldn't say shit to Biden. You see what I'm saying? And then Trump would murmur something or say something. And he'd be like, Mr. Pre- Mr. President, Mr. President. And I'm like, fuck it. Just let both of them go at each other. That is, it's, the, it's the equivalent of going to court and then, you know, have somebody say something that shouldn't be said, like a lawyer or something, say something that shouldn't be said. But the the jury heard it, but even they though they think, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. Though, no, no, they take that off the record. But the We're jury heard remove, it. Remove this from the record. Exactly. It's like, wait a minute. This motherfucker sniff panties? He got to be a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's some bullshit. And and I, this is what I want to ask black people. No, this is what I want to ask people. Because you do have a lot of non-black people that is for Trump. 
you do have a lot of non-black people that's for bad and and, and, and and vice versa. What how do you have such high expectations for these people that do not relate to you depending on your tax bracket, right? Why is your expectations on them so high when you do not have those same expectations on your motherfucking self? Mm. You see what I'm saying? I expect Trump to fix all of this bullshit as the president, but I'm not willing to fix shit within myself. I know some poor motherfuckers than us. Am I going lending a hand and helping and shit? I know some people that's not poor that could use a hand, but am I going to do that? You ain't even president in your motherfucking self, but you expect this man that was a born millionaire to help you. I don't expect none of them to do that. Exactly. But and, and that's not me being arrogant. That's just me understanding politics. Yeah. Because since politics was invented, nobody really done things for other colors besides Caucasians. And it's not a rank on Caucasians. I'm not trying to make it a race issue. But that's what it is. Because if you think about it, a candidate holds the same beliefs or agenda or similar to what you believe and you want to happen. If that's not true, then why should I fucking vote for this person? I'm sick and tired of people telling me you should vote just because your vote counts. That's fucking stupid. Did neither one of these candidates represent nothing I represent? So you telling me I should pick the list of the evil? Both of the motherfuckers fucked up. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's let's just be honest about it. But see, that's the problem. You want to talk about Trump? Cool, we can talk about Trump all day. But the moment you go outside of Trump and start talking about Biden or Camilla Harris, now you got a problem with people. And I'm like, what? What has she done but lock black folks up? Matter of fact, she was connected to the Indian lady who was faking the tests, the DNA tests. Mm. But see, we ain't gonna talk about that. Let, let, let's push that under the rug. Oh, well, she didn't know nothing about no, that. It's not she that, was just the DA. It, what I hear, it's not that she didn't know nothing about it. It's, oh, I ain't know that. But you're not gonna dig. Knowledge is shit if you do not apply it. Knowledge is nothing. People, what I'm learning now, Cause I'm a whole different person than what I was a year from now. Knowledge is nothing if it's just in your head. You can have a glass of water, ice cold fucking water. It ain't gonna do you no good if you don't drink that shit. This is what I didn't like doing the debate. The moderator decided that he was gonna force Trump to talk about his taxes. But he didn't want to force Biden to talk about the money, all the different lump sums that his son received from different countries. How is that different? It's both exchange of money. I, I can I speak on that real quick. Go ahead. Now I know a lot of people are gonna be like, nah, fuck that. That ain't right. Let me let me let me just say this. I don't give a fuck how anybody feel about this next statement. I know a lot of people. They got cheering. More than what you can claim on your taxes. Uh-huh. But they receive money 
For all of their children. For all of them children. You can only claim, what, three kids? I think four. Four. Okay, four. How you get money past four? You let other people claim it, too. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Don't point at another motherfucker when you committing crimes as well. You only but, feel obligated. Now, now check this out. Did you hear what Trump said, though? What? He got that tax cut because of what? He paid other taxes somewhere else. Uh-uh. Uh. Because the Obama tax cut gave rich people a tax cut. But see, nobody don't want to talk about that either. Mm-hmm. He sit there and said, we can go back and look at the footage if you want to. But I'm telling you, that's what he said. He said, I got that I got that tax cut through the Obama tax cut. And I believe it because it was a lot So, basically what I gather from it, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to say this real quick. Basically, what I gather from it is that within that, he letting you know he wasn't the only one that got this tax cut. Yeah. I feel like, you know, you have people that feel like... Uh, uh, Trump was uh, is wrong for paying not paying taxes. You know, he he ain't never paid damn taxes correctly for the amount it should have been. And you also have people that feel obligated to speak on other people's issues. It's other, a loophole, though. Yeah, it's a and, loophole, and that's the thing. He's not the one, only one that exploited. Right. I guarantee you, if we go down the Democratic and the Republican, and anybody who governor or anybody who in that tax bracket mm-hmm. over a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, if we go back through their taxes, majority of them use that loophole to get the tax cut. Now, now, me, now that's one thing that they're not gonna say. Now, let me ask you this, and I want you to give me your honest answer. If you was rich. And that loophole fell upon you. What I use? Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Come on now. Exactly. So for all the people, I feel like I feel like people always love pointing out other people's stuff. Is because don't nobody know your stuff. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I do. I feel like I, even with even like regular shit. I'll see you and I I have an opinion about him be da 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 and da 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 and da 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 knowing damn well you know what I'm saying like I relate to it somehow no I'm saying like okay for instance if you have an opinion what like if I see something on Instagram I can't stand loud women right I just especially like in public like I don't feel like you should act out like that in public right and I get to talking shit about it, right? Like a Karen. Like a Karen. And I get to talking shit about it. But should I have an opinion about it? Like, why would I feel so obligated to feel that way? But here's the thing. If I'm in a store, the store is saying you have to have a mask in here. I'm going to feel like, bitch, put your mask on. Now, I might not say it. But I'm going to get far away from this motherfucker because I feel like you should have a mess. Now, I'm not going to go as far as a Karen because that's a thing now. But I'm Oh, that person that could be a Karen while they not wearing. Wearing a mask, true. 
But I feel like everybody, a lot of people feel so obligated to point out other people's shit. But you necessarily, that relates to you somehow. I feel like this. If people, everybody gonna have an opinion, just like this podcast, or just like the topic. Somebody gonna have a difference of opinion. But my thing is, it's, it's wonderful to have that. Yeah. Now, I give people the opportunity to debate my opinion. Yeah. You know, some people don't. But that don't give you the right to publicly show your opinion every time you have an opinion on anything. Because that's the problem now. Every, nobody minds their business. Mm-hmm. Everybody always in somebody's business. They on Facebook, they looking. Oh, what they doing today? Look at this dummy. And you're like, what, what, what they got to do with you? What they got to do with you? Hell, I barely get on Facebook. Yeah. I feel like, you know, everybody always <laughs> want to say some shit. Like, do you understand how important... That's funny. We talking about this. People will say stuff. Like, if you talk to somebody, you, you waiting to talk, Right. And you're not necessarily listening. And then you cut the person off and you, you start off jabbing. Well, this is, this is, this is. But you haven't got the whole story. Mm-hmm. So now, with you cutting that person off, they honestly see how you really feel about them. Right. Because you haven't even got the whole story, but you developed all of this bullshit to say. Now, I can't say between me and you, I am like that between oh. me and you. But to people I work with or people I know or grew up with, I don't do that. Well, why are you like that with just me and you? Because I assume I know what you're going to say to be honest with you. Because we, I've been knowing you for so long. But is that... But it is not fair and it's not right. So I'm working on that and I, re- I truly am. So how do you feel once you got the all of the... And then you realize, oh, I was dead ass wrong. What do I say? You sorry. I apologize. But check this right, out. Right, because I, I jumped the gun. Right, but check this out. Hey, you... I, I heard uh, Dr. Joy, whatever her name is, they wrote post-traumatic slave syndrome. Mm-hmm. And she, she wrote... Um, once you you criticize your kids so much, they don't stop loving you. They stop loving themselves. Right. So that's a, 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 a pull when we don't necessarily give the person that time to finish what they saying so we can get the whole story because at that point you get frustrated, you start saying stuff and you haven't got the full story. So therefore, that's how come I feel like I get a lot of frustration between conversations with me and you because I don't get it all the way out. But yes, it's true, bits and pieces get taken away from me because I feel like I'm so stupid, I'm dumb, or you know what I'm saying? Like I start, like I'm listening to what you're saying and it gotta be true because you love me and you see what I'm saying? So I think we need to be better when it comes to listening to each other because you can very much hear some, a black person be like, well, I support Trump. We just automatically get mad. We don't say, well, why? Automatically hate this person. We automatically hate this person. <laughs> and we don't. We get mad and be like, you know what? You a sellout. You a coon. You da 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 But we never listen to their reasoning why. Because everybody is individuals but we don't want to give them individuality. Mm, that's deep. So, just because you look like me, I have to 
assume that you believe in the same things that I believe in. Well, that's obviously not true. I mean, Candace Owens definitely proved that. That's true. And you know what? I'm not mad at that woman. I'm not either. No. I'm not mad at her. It's more of me. I'm, 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 it's like I'm disappointed because how she used her platform. But why? Because she could use it for good instead of for, for, for negative But see, here we, here we go. You thinking from your mind how you feel in your life. She wasn't raised like you. I didn't say she was. No, so, but you... I, I, but see, you going into something else. I never... It's not a... I didn't assassinate her character. No, I didn't say I didn't assassinate... I didn't say nothing about what she was raised or her job. I said she could use her platform for good instead of negative reasons. But her good is not your good. How is it... So, how, so you telling me you feel like... Because you speaking for her. You not... She not speaking. So, you saying you speaking for her... And you feel like she using her platform for good. Yes, no. I'm saying because my opinion don't coexist with her opinion about the, 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 the government. Period. What I'm saying is if if I was talking to her right now, I would tell her the same thing if she said the same thing about you using your platform. You see what I'm saying? Because everybody's definition of what's right and wrong is different. And I feel like because she had to get to where she is at a starting point. Now, we know her history. We know how her family got money. So when people, like we talk about rappers, when rappers get money, they raps change because they ain't got they ain't got to sell birds and shit no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they ain't flipping birds exactly. no more. They ain't standing in the kitchen no more. But once they, they forget who the fuck they, where they came from. And then at some I, point... I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I don't think nobody forgets where they come from because I know where I come from. But will you... You... Okay, I see what you're saying. You know where you come from. You know where you come from. But will you necessarily surround yourself around where you can't come from? What you mean surround myself? Like, okay. Candace Owens grew up semi, not necessarily rich, but blue collar. What you call it? Blue collar, white collar, whatever. And they ran into some money. And they took off, right? She ain't gonna go back. She don't even want to deal with the same people that she was around when she was growing. It's they, they beneath her. Everybody you come in contact now with, after where you came from, you know what I'm saying? You elevated from Nobody your own life. Me. No, Nobody, I'm, I mean, you know. I never said beneath. But you, you did You did say that. I'm saying for her. Right, but nobody's beneath me. No. Because I don't treat people in that manner. No, you don't. But you damn sure ain't gonna go and, and talk to a homeless man on a day-to-day basis. What do you mean talk to a homeless man? That, that wasn't did. something that I was doing from the beginning, so I don't understand. Yes, you was. When? You, you, oh. <laughs> yes, Who was the homeless was. man I was talking to? Squeaky. You literally run into random people that. I speak to people, true. That, that never I've changed in me. I've seen you help Reese. The, the, let's not talk about Reese. Oh, oh okay. No, because that, that's, I'm, 
see you like to cross the line. I'm not gonna imp- I'm not gonna implicate myself in anything, and that's what I keep trying to tell you. This the second video. I mean the second uh, podcast. You trying to jump over that? Who line. asked for who? No, 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 no. You forgot. No, you, what you tried to do was try to resonate with something that's that ain't the same. Okay. And you, you know, think about what you're saying. That's not the same. Don't ask for details if you don't want the details. We've been together Baby, for 15 Baby, those details years. not the same. Yes, they are. Because I was making the point. <clears throat> Your point once is not you, valid. Once you elevate from certain stuff, you don't go back to that certain stuff. I, I, I understand that you're saying that. But what you said earlier is that Candace Owens might feel like everybody beneath her. So I can't relate to that because no matter how I was raised or where I grew up at, I still associate with some of the people that I grew up with. Now, yes, I have kind of had altercations and situations with different people, but I still don't feel like that person is beneath me. I feel like I just don't deal with the level of bull that they produce it. It's not me feeling like they lower than me. It's that I don't look for trouble. Yeah. So if you always looking to get in trouble, why would I want to hang around you exactly. when I'm not looking for trouble? Right. That's different. And her opinion about black people is the same as racist white people. Black people don't look for nothing but trouble. All of them. I understand what you're saying. But like I said, it wasn't... You you ventured off into something else. No, it all no, ran together. No, it didn't run together. You made it run together. I said that she should use her platform for good. And, and I, then you try to tell me that it's, it's, it's a matter of opinion, good or bad. Yeah. No. If you're attacking people with your platform, it's not good. That's not good or bad. It's just you attacking people. That's not good. But what if attacking people is her good? That's not her good. How is that good? How is that good? I'm just saying. I'm, that's how come I say everybody have an opinion and it's going to always be different. Okay. Maybe that's, she feeling like she's doing the yes. That's your opinion yes, and, yes. and I, I agree to disagree with you. But did, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me show you something. So in domestic violence. Okay. How do you feel if it's a woman trapped in domestic violence, it's a man trapped in domestic violence, right? It's two different couples. Okay. And the man and one couple is beating his wife. Okay. And the lady in the second couple is beating her husband. Okay. So I would assume me being me, both of them are bad because domestic violence is domestic violence. Okay. So what you saying is the lady would be okay to be her husband because she don't see it as domestic violence. She see it as protecting herself from a man. No. No, 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 no. See. That's what I'm saying. If you're attacking somebody, it's an attack. It's not, it's nothing else besides that. But you saying it's a good way to attack somebody? No. What I'm saying is people What I'm saying is people have their own definition on what's Red, go back outside. We quit running in and out that door. What I'm saying is people 
what I'm saying is people have their own definition on was because I don't I don't believe in good and evil. I believe in right or wrong. I ain't nobody said good no, and evil. Can I get to where I'm going? Cause you you you're not you, listening to me. I am listening. So it it it, it goes with this. So you saying it's okay to attack somebody if you feel like it's good. That's what you're saying. If that's how they feel, but they got to receive those consequences. Because if you attack somebody and they attack you back, you ain't going to necessarily, but see, that's the reaction and action and reaction. And I understand action and reaction. What I'm saying, what you're not grasping is she using her platform to attack people. So, like I said, instead of attacking people, she can use it for positivity. It's no way around somebody attacking somebody. And say, oh, well, I attacked them for the good, for the greater good. That's bullshit. You only attack people to cause problems. You don't attack nobody for no reason. I don't know. Or unless you just that person that just want to do the shit. And I feel like that's what she is. Like, I don't know her personally, but I feel like she loves to attack people with her platform because it's been shown and proven. She attacked the George Floyd situation. She attacked uh, uh, um, T.I., which obviously, you know, I don't even want to give it to the T.I. thing. That's just too much. But what I'm saying is it's not necessarily about what she represents, how she was raised, what she went through in her life. It's that she has a mass following. And the thing with people being your followers, it's almost like an online cult. See, before it was the internet, people was following people every day, like, life-wise, in real life, and it was called a cult. Yeah. But see, now, they don't call it that online. But that's what it truly is. Mm-hmm. Because just as well as she attacking people, so are the people who follow her and believe in her attacking that person and that family. Like I said... No, it's no reason. All the stuff that happened to George Floyd was no reason for those people on Candace Owens platform to attack that man's family. No. But they did. Yeah, why? Because she did. <laughs> no. Yes, they did. They oh had my a God. choice. They, she influenced. See, that's what I'm saying. You are like people can't influence people. They can. Right. So is she influencing people? She's an influencer. No matter what she represents, she influences people. That's crap. That's crap because no matter what, you know right from wrong. You can't, you can't, that, that's how, that, that's, when you go to jail, you can't say judge, future, convict, influence me to be a gangster. It been done before. But it have. It been done with rap music. It been done with video games. It have been done before. And how many rappers went to jail for influence? It's not about. It's not about that. It's that these people actually believe in what this person or thing, because this video game has been proven that it influenced people in a negative manner. And I'm not telling you that people don't know right from wrong. I'm telling you. People develop almost like the Stockholm Syndrome when they dealing and listening and believing in these people. Yeah. I feel like everything is a game. I feel like that's why I love the movie The Matrix so much because that's what we in. We really are in The Matrix. We have 
great debates going on within the black community because we all have different opinions for different reasons. I can't, I can't necessarily say whether Candace should use her platform differently because she has a different opinion than what we believe in. I, she supported King Von, and we just found out some old weird shit about him. You know what I'm saying? And did, when him, with him dying, did he get his justice dirt? No, King Von is the rapper. I mean, King Face. Right, King Von is the rapper for Chicago. My bad, I ain't mean to kill you real quick. But did he get his just desserts? But see, she would feel like, oh, he shouldn't have died. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what she feel like until she come out and say it. But see, that's what I'm saying. We so quick to speak for people. It's not right. It's not right. We 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 have a major debate or argument or disagreement on somebody because we have one person saying no, that's not true, and another person saying yeah, I think she would say that. Yeah. You don't know what she'll say yeah. because she haven't been put in that position yet. Yeah. So until she been put in that position, then you can't say. What she'll say, but you see how you were so quick to say what she would say. Yeah, that's not fair. Mm. Because you speaking for her. That's the second time me telling you you keep speaking for her. You can't speak for somebody that's already a voice out here. Right, and I understand that, but it wasn't just. I, I get what you're saying. I truly get what you're saying. I honestly do. But hey. Of course, like you said, assume. I assume that's what she would say because that was her great friend. That's what she said on, on her Twitter. Right. So don't make an assumption about what she she might say because I don't know what she'll come out and say. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not looking to see when she's going to come out and say something. I don't follow her. I don't watch her content. And it's not me being bitter, angry, or sour towards her. Mm-hmm. I just don't. She don't represent what I represent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we got to get away from as black people. When when somebody black don't represent what you represent, then don't deal with them. You don't have to flag their pages down and report this and do this and do all kind of little knick-knack stuff to, to try to go after them without going after them. Just, just, just don't deal with them. Right. Yeah, I get it. But, I mean, like I said, I... I what? Don't push me. Red, okay. don't push. Stop, Red. I, I feel like, you know, everybody, uh, when stuff is, is it don't go in that way or we feel like somebody should believe or do better, it, honestly, it's just not necessary because they believe what they believe and there ain't nothing we can do about that. And it, it's sometimes, and another, another thing I'm, I'm learning is it's sometimes take for for people like her to go through something that she's totally saying don't exist for her to exist and you see what I'm saying so I mean who's to say I'm not wishing nothing ill on her but she gotta live with those consequences now she complaining about death threats but you know you know what it is okay
I feel like we spent more time than needed on Candace and one. So let's move on to another topic. We just gonna come to an agreement to disagree on certain things about that situation. And we'll leave it at that. You know, no harm, no foul. Okay. What's next on the agenda? So now, now you know, Tennessee has opened everything, restaurants, everything, no matter what it is, everything is open. There are no more restrictions. How do you feel going forward, moving? With COVID still running rampant and it's still really affecting people every, every day. Um, honestly... I don't feel shit. Like I really don't. I don't. I don't feel. Listen, and this might sound very insensitive, but if that's how people come to the conclusion that it is, number one is precautions that we do have to take as far as uh, this illness, and as far as being in the outside world. I have noticed a lot of people is dying to get out. Mm-hmm. Go to bars, go to, you know what I'm restaurants. saying, restaurants and kick it and stuff like that. I get it. I get it because... Wait, let me pause for a second. When I went for my arbitration, I rolled past Champions. Mm-hmm. The chicken place? Yeah, okay. in Chattanooga. Uh-huh. Wasn't no restrictions in that motherfucker. No. When I tell you that restaurant was packed mm-hmm. three weeks ago. Yes. But go ahead. I just want to tell you that. Now, honestly, this been going on for what, six, seven months now. Longer, but since since March, we gonna start counting. I don't feel sorry for anybody that get sick or, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I do. I feel sorry for the kids. Well, the kids. Yes, yeah, true. I, I definitely feel sorry for the kids because. They can't tell their parents that they don't want to go to school because they don't want the kids cold. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like, you know what I'm saying, it, all of us know what's going on. We're watching the same news. We're watching the same internet. Now, it's to your discretion if you want to go to the club. It's to your discretion if you want to go to a cookout or something. But, number one, we have to all, we have to be honest with each other. You not, if your family want to come to your house, they not going to tell you that they, they went. Got, yeah, they went somewhere else and they, they possibly they could have COVID. Yes. And it, you don't just necessarily pick it up from a family member coming to your house. You can go to the store, but you still you got to still take those precautions. You, we spray down uh, coming in. We take our fire shoes and shit coming in. We, You know what I'm saying? We constantly washing our hands. Our kids don't necessarily go anywhere. Like, we don't take them to Chuck E. Cheese and shit. Or, you know what I'm saying, go spend a night at Nana House. Like, that's just... Or to the park. Yes, because the thing is, even though I trust my mama, I don't trust her that much to be like, oh, such and such stopped by. And I don't know where the fuck such and such been. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the part that, that wakes me up. You can't sit up here and 
go about like is this shit not in the air i have been saying since covid hit it has been in the air well when we got sick was in november it's in the air it's in the air it's in the air i've been saying this Everybody wanted to, to, to sway it. You know, it's by touch. I absolutely not. First it was by touch. Then it was about... Cough. The, the, the water <laughs> molecules coming out of your spreading mouth. Spreading in the air and shit. Spreading in the air as a mist or a spray. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like everybody know the, 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 the warnings. Everybody know that COVID is out here. Besides people that live on islands that don't have any inkling of coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? So if... No, everybody knows it's worldwide. Yeah. But you still have those tribes that don't have no dealings with the outside world. I can agree. I can agree. So when everybody... And you know what's funny? Everybody is so hung up on how... Trump wasn't wearing a mask and he didn't forewarn him or us. Y'all wasn't gonna do what he told y'all to do in the first place. Y'all won't even do what y'all mama and daddy told y'all to do in the first place. So now you just pulling shit out your head. Well, if Trump would have Trump, you know he wouldn't. You, it was a lot of people that claimed Trump wasn't their president. Obama was still their fucking president. Yes, I have heard that many times. <laughs> many, many a times. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I think everybody know what's going on. I don't feel like. Uh, I feel like if you want to go out, then you understand that there is a possibility, especially if you're not protecting yourself. Everybody sitting around, sitting on their hands, waiting for a vaccine to see how it affects other people, and then they gonna get it. This the thing: if they telling you, "Oh, we gonna give you a shot before they tell you to boost your immune system," it's some shit in the water. Why wouldn't you want to boost your immune system when you want? They tell you that even when flu season, drink your vitamin C and and, and emergency and shit like that. See, what I discovered is people really just don't give a damn. Mm. You know, we rolled past a park yesterday. It was at least 200 people out there. Nobody had on masks, kids playing a football game, and parents out there, and everybody just socializing and moving on as like COVID never existed. Yeah. And it's going to get to that. It's going to get there, and it's going to... It's gonna get bad. It's gonna get real bad, especially with the winter coming in. It's gonna be a strange winter. It's gonna be a strange winter Winter's because coming. half the world gonna be cold as hell, and the other half gonna be hot. And people don't understand that middle. All oh, that middle, it's gonna be a whirlwind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because think about this: when you went to the doctor's office, you always heard that coldness killed. Germs. germs. True. How come COVID is not dying? Because this shit was in play way for January. It was a lot of people way sick before January, March. <clears throat> That's how I feel. Especially at one time. Now, I feel like Y'all see 
the stuff that they saying from when it first came out, it's a whole different ball game now to what they saying you got to do now. Why not add up the numbers? One plus one gonna always equal two. They telling you if you sneeze, have you ever stood behind somebody that that like if somebody sneezes, you smell that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, <laughs> like you seen that shit travel. Right. So if they telling you, well, it's the, you know, it's the sneeze or a cough or if they touch, that's everything and nothing at the same time. Right. And then CDC already came out with with with, with uh, a statement saying that the masks don't even damn work. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you gonna tell us to wear masks when you're saying they don't even work? The masks did not work, and and it still don't work. Why? What you mean you don't know? It's a virus. It can be transmitted <laughs> through touch, through saliva. Yeah. You know, and it lies on, it can be through surface uh, transfer. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have to do what's necessary for ourselves. If you have kids, why put them in a compromising position? If you if you know you have this the thing with the flu it's like oh you is seasonal right you get you you get too cold your immune system get too weak boost your immune system when people catch the flu they literally eat a shitload of oranges orange juice hot tea but see that was hard to find when the corona first started mm. you couldn't find lemons oranges tea. Herbal tea, you can find too much of nothing that could help you. And, and that was the crazy thing because we like, okay, they say, oh, well, you know, we, we just store this out of everything and we don't know when the truck coming. Okay, well, who's who's doing the ordering? Because I ain't seen oranges, regular oranges, uh-huh. none this year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's hard to find lemons. Hell, it took us three weeks just to find one bag of lemon, and that was it. Yep. It's it's scarce out here like the toilet paper. But like you told Andre, it's a business marketing thing, too. Mm -hmm. That's why they went from all the Lysol. Now they tell the people, go buy Pine Sol. And Pine, the people that make Pine Sol make Lysol. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So everybody running out buying the same shit anyway. So what is the crave? If the Lysol didn't fucking work, what you think Pine Sol going to do? Oh, they say pine salt kill it. Pine salt don't kill that shit. Because mm-hmm. if Lysol didn't, which just got more chemicals in it, mm-hmm. why Why would pine salt do Oh, it's the pines in it. Maybe you know how you sound. Ain't no real pines in that shit. All that shit is chemicals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I think we need to quit being so quick to... Uh, you remember how Saturday morning used to get up, your mama had a house smelling like bleach, toilet, ammonia down, coming everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you had that Saturday morning. That was my clean. Saturday morning. My Saturday, we, we didn't clean Saturday. We watched cartoons Saturday mornings. Well, okay, well, we, we cleaned. I mean, we cleaned up on Saturday, but we watched cartoons Saturday morning. Well, Saturday mornings, we cleaned. And we wiped down the walls. You know what I'm saying? My mama got to the nitty-gritty. The blinds need to be dusted. And the thing is, it, it really fuck your head up when you say, when you go to every Walmart and every store, and it's like, make sure you wash your hands. You turn on, like, mother, is motherfuckers not washing their hands like that? A lot of people don't. I'm telling you for a fact. 
I work at a lot of different places. Most of the places <laughs> I work at, motherfucker, go in there and pee or take a sheet and then come back out, buckle their belt, zip their pants up, and leave the bathroom. Don't walk right past the sink and then try to hit the sanitizer. And of course, in, in these damn factories, ain't never no sanitizer yeah. now. So they keep it moving. They don't need double back to wash their hands. It's just like, ugh, y'all that that good hygiene. Like, who don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, how y'all get to not doing these things that should be a ritual? Yeah. Honestly. But, hey. I wash my hands. That's why my hands always dry. (laughs) My hands look like they always dry because I wash them. It's hard to keep your hands moisturized when you always wash your hands. Mm Mm-hmm. And I understand a lot of people just at me and talk about my ashiness on my knuckles and stuff. Yeah, but I, that's just come from me always washing my hands. hands. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. Like, I, I have gotten into that habit. I actually was doing this before coronavirus because I got three kids. Yep. You know, and uh, I'm just trying to keep the germs down before coronavirus. I remember you used to talk about me when we uh, first started the day. You was like, you can't stand nothing on your hands. But I, if my hands feel nasty... Can't do it. I have to constantly wash my hands, but it's good because our kids get that from both ends. They eat some chips, they wash their hands. They wash their hands before they brush their teeth. They wash their hands after they brush their teeth. They always washing their hands. You know what I'm saying? But if they go to school, it's just like, is this available to them? No. It's not. Not even in the, you know what I'm saying, money aspect. They don't give a shit if these kids catch coronavirus or not. No, and that's what I said. That's why when you was like, you, you didn't care. And I was like, I care for the kids. Yeah. Because that's a decision they can't make. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's some 15, 16 year olds like, no, I don't want to go to school. Coronavirus. Yeah. And their parents like, you're going to go to school. Yeah. So I, I, I sympathize for them, you know, because especially when they, intelligent enough to know that this is a wrong decision because it's a big risk that I'm taking. Not my parents, mm-hmm. but me. Mm-hmm. And I think parents need to be more responsible with their kids. I'll I, I tell you what I learned. You know, online, I see a lot of people say, you know, I, I don't, my kids ain't going to school and they need to go back to school and this, this and that. Like this one lady they interviewed, they was like, well, what do you do? She said, I'm finna go home like I am. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, she did. Yeah. She could have pretended to have a So you're going to go home and relax. Right, this baby kitchen coat. While the baby at home. I mean, while, while you could have homeschooled that baby. Mm-hmm. But see, that's, that's a misconception of homeschooling. Because you had, you know, people on TV, on national TV, talking about some, well, I'm not, I don't have the degree to homeschool my children. Uh, excuse me, so you don't have... A basic education because that's all it takes to homeschool. Mm. You know, but see, nobody said you need a degree, you just assumed it. Mm. But if you would have checked into it, if you were serious about it, you would have checked into it and understood that all you needed was your high school diploma. Mm. And if you ain't got it, you better call your cousin that got it. Sound them out with that. It, it didn't matter. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it don't even have to be the parents themselves. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But see, 
I was just dropping the little Right. They put that on the news to defer people from going ahead and trying to homeschool their kids. Mm-hmm. So now a lot of people thinking you need a college degree to homeschool your kids. Mm-hmm. Then when I be like, my kids homeschool. Well, what college you went to? I went to college, but I'm not, I didn't even get my degree. You know what I'm saying? I left it alone because it was online and it's a whole, that's a whole different topic. But Yeah. You know. I, I, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. My whole thing is when it comes to information, especially when it's pertaining to the safety of your children, it's very important to seek out. Mm. And it's like, everybody like, oh, you panicking. I'm not panicking. What you mean? I'm trying to do right by my kids. I want my kids to survive this shit. So I'm going to do everything I can to keep them safe. If that means I got to homeschool them, that's what I got to do. That's that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Mm. Instead of trying to sacrifice them to the coronavirus, mm-hmm. I'd rather sacrifice their future to stay at home. Mm-hmm. No, they don't like it, and, and they disagree with it, you know, and they not having fun and talking to other kids and this, this, and that, and I get that, but at the same time, it's more about the safety of their well-being. Yes. Yep. Go ahead. Um, I, I think uh, what... Even okay, so now we at this this phase where everything is in limbo. I think because it, a lot of restrictions done been lifted, like no six feet apart and all that crap. All that stuff is a done deal. We know the coronavirus is out here running rampant, uh, mutating. We know that it ain't gonna be no real vaccine out here in these streets. They saying it's a vaccine. It's not. They just shooting you full of some shit. And, and hoping it stick. Because they just came out with a study saying, oh, well, some people that got the coronavirus did not develop antibodies. So what? Where the ghosts go? You know what I'm saying? Okay. So with that being said, what do you do now? What do you do now? You have to have a plan. I don't trust these scientists. I don't trust the government when it comes to giving vaccines. Because, like I said, they in their third preliminary stage of testing. What are the results from the first and the second? What are the results at? Why y'all not y'all not telling me the results, but y'all telling me y'all done moved on to the third stage? Yeah. And I'm supposed to trust and believe everything y'all saying is legit. Yeah. Me, I'm not a fool out here. I'm, I'm not going to fall for the okie doke. Yeah. A banana in the tailpipe, as my boy I always say. <laughs> I'm going to sit back and watch all these people mutate or whatever happened to happen to them trying to run and get this damn vaccine mm-hmm. and go from now. Mm-hmm. I feel like people need to ask themselves on a day-to-day basis. And it, it sounds scary, but one day you have to ask yourself, am I willing to do what it takes to survive? So I say, hashtag Black Survivor. That's why I've been posting it. Because right now, we becoming extinct as people. Not just black men, black women, black kids, everything. If it ain't police brutality, it's coronavirus. If it ain't coronavirus, it's the flu. If it ain't the flu, it's underlining issues. You know, it's it's always something that's taking us up out of here. Mm -hmm. And if we want to survive, we got to be more intelligent, more strategic, 
and we have to learn what's going on because that's like I said with the unemployment. If you're not reading what's going on, you don't know. Yeah. How many black people you think gonna log into their unemployment? Be like, I don't know what's wrong with this thing. It ain't give me my money because you didn't read it. Because you didn't take heed to the the, the quick shot message. And that's that I, that go hand in hand with with just livelihood. You know, if you want to survive and you want your family to survive and you're trying to survive, then you have to quit being the stereotype that they always say that black people don't like to read and start reading. Yeah. I know it's difficult at times and sometimes you don't have the space at the time. And hell, I got three kids. We doing a podcast and folding clothes at the same time and, and, and kids running in and out, but we still doing it. You know, and, and I think that's the problem. People feel like they, especially black people, I can't do it. We have to get away from that. I can't and get away from that. I don't have a choice. That need to be our new motto. Instead of saying, I can't do it, I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I always hated hearing I can't. I, 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 I can't. I'm like, what the fuck you mean you can't? You got two arms. Well, got I'm in survival mode yeah. now. You know, and to all the black people out there that don't even have guns in their home, you know, I understand if you have kids, you're afraid, but you don't have to be afraid. They make gun locks. You know, they make gun safes. I actually have all of my guns on gun lock. Grapes. You want want grapes? grapes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, I'll give you some grapes in a minute, Daddy. Almost done. That was Reed, my youngest. But back to what I was saying, you know, we have to be prepared, you know, and you definitely finna have to be prepared to defend maybe yourself or your home. And everybody ran out to get guns. But it wasn't even us that was getting them. <laughs> you know, and that's the crazy part. Because I'm like, who all got guns that I know? Everybody sounds like, I ain't getting no gun. All the black people I know. And I'm like, why not? But see, you know what? It's funny when you think about it and start putting stuff together. Remember they was doing that bullshit ass? Turn your guns in. It won't yeah. be no judgment. <laughs> what the fuck y'all do with all guns? <laughs> they, they end up back on the street. They yeah. always have. You know, they've been doing that for generations. Mm-hmm. And, and we just, that's like, I, I don't know who it was. It was like somebody in Chicago went to jail or, or, or for, for regular days or whatever. And then come to find out that that gun had been involved in like three murders over the span of 10 years. And that, that dude wasn't even old enough then, you know, to even commit those crimes. Yeah. But that come from the gun buyback program. Mm-hmm. That's what, exactly where that gun came from. And that's what a lot of people need to wake up to. I think uh, people need to get back to um, doing shit on their own. Yes. And if shit had to hit the fan, you be the motherfucking fan. That's how I feel. Cause you got, I just, I just like if we wasn't prepared that day when them roofers came, like if you wasn't on your shit, you know what I'm saying. And a lot of people think that we are excessive when it comes to cameras all around the house, guns and shit like that. But what if that shit was different? Man, I'm telling you, I thought the nigga <laughs> finna burn a cross in the yard. I'm telling you. Hey, I thought the white boy finna burn a cross in the yard. It, it didn't make sense to me how they were strategically just standing in different positions in the yard. And I'm like, hold on, it's, it's 4.40 in the morning. Yeah. What's really going on? 
Yeah. And I guess they thought, well, shit, everybody sleep. We just gonna goddamn chill. That's why I had to go out there and I put that beam on. Hold on, bro. Yeah, it's and it's just like, what if you wasn't like the scariest right. thought is what, what if they I did would? come yeah. for that? I wouldn't have been prepared. No, if I didn't have no guns, I would have been. They, they, I ain't no telling what they would have done. And we a family of five. Exactly. Of little girls, how can you protect? Not well, I would have fought to the death, yeah, but I mean, but, you know, that's just me. But you know, you obviously, know. I was outnumbered. Yes. I was just going to say, you didn't know the number that was out there. It was about 12 of them motherfuckers. Was it? Yeah, I was outnumbered, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, yeah. you know? But see, that's the thing. That's why I'm trying. That's why we, we, we try to tell people, you know, as as the world get worse, you need to better arm yourself. You need to stock up on food. And you need to start trying to buy land and quit renting. Quit staying in these different places to where you have no no... You, you can't you have no decision making because you're a rental. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even paint the damn house if it's a mustard ass green that you don't like without asking the landlord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when she get weird, cause it's gonna get weird, uh, they can come and be like, fuck the realty company, y'all got to go. Exactly. We guns. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, it's a scary thought to think of the unspeakable or be like, that wouldn't happen to me. It's not that it wouldn't or would happen to you. It's possible. But see, that's why a lot of people don't read their lease. In our lease, if they try three times to contact us, that they need to come in the house or the owner need to come in the house, they have full permission. Mm -hmm. But they have to do three initial contacts. In some leases, that ain't even on them. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's just like when they say, oh, we sending somebody. Can, can, can we send? No, I'll be here waiting on you. And you remember when we lived, I think we had first moved up there in Eastdale. I think I think it was like a week or whatever. Like we were still unpacking and those people yeah. just walked in the house. Yeah, when she that was selling the house. didn't tell us nothing. Yeah, she didn't tell us nothing. And they it was had in a the lease. Yeah. It was in the lease. But see, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people ain't reading them damn leases. Mm-hmm. So they don't know what's going on. So instead of a fucking lease, look look to be paying a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Look to own your home. And my thing is this. We always try to put it off and say, oh, it's so difficult. Ain't nothing difficult, guys. You got to do is save your money. You know, yes, it take a couple of years to stack up enough money for a down payment. But if you current in your job, you got a good job and work history, you got the down payment. You can start working on buying you a house. Yeah. That way you ain't got to worry about, you know, who can do what and come in when you ain't there and all of that. Yeah, because that's some, I don't know, man, that's some old crazy shit. But that, that's what I really want to instill in my people, you know, and it is more black people right now buying houses and property mm-hmm. than it ever been in history. It makes me smile. And see, a lot of black people don't know that. That's just like a... I don't even know what they call themselves, but uh, a couple of black families got together in Georgia and bought almost almost 100 acres. Freedom Georgia, yeah. Freedom Georgia, in Freedom Georgia. You know, y'all can look that up if y'all got time. Look up the, uh, I don't know the name of the group of the the families, but they bought almost 100 acres in Freedom Georgia that they're going to start building and working on. So just do your research. It ain't hard to find. 
Uh, they definitely, I, uh, I don't know their name on Instagram. They on Instagram. I haven't seen them on Facebook, but they out here. And then they're not the only people, you know, that's buying up a lot of land. Black people, anyway, that's buying up a lot of land and trying to establish stuff for their families. And I feel like that's what we got to be. You know, we got to start establishing land, property, and ownership for our families, you know, for the longevity. We should have been doing that, you know, as families, generations before us. But, you know, whatever happened, happened. Now, we have the opportunity to spark this, and that's what where I'm going with it, you know. I want my kids to grow up and, and buy their own property too. You know what I'm saying? I don't want my kids to be live renting and renting and renting and renting their whole life. And then, like that old lady in Texas, they kicked out on the street. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, they was doing them eviction things in Texas. Yeah. This old lady, she was like 86 years old. And he, she had been renting his apartment. And they kicked her out on the street because due to coronavirus, she couldn't pay her rent. Right. So, so, y'all remember when dude was crying and stuff? Oh, yeah. They kicked out an old lady, too. Then he was like, oh, well, what I'm going to do is call the office and ask her, can you stay two days? Without two days, you got to go. I, she 86 years old. Where the fuck she going to go? I feel so bad for that man that they made carry that people. He was balling. Yeah. yeah. I, I, me, personally, I would have quit. You can't make me do this shit to people. But then, like he said, he got a family, too. He got bills to pay too. Well, a good thing came out of that. They raised over three million dollars for those folks. Oh, uh, for the dude and, and the two kids and, yeah, a, and the old lady. Everybody that lived in the little thing. In the complex. Mm-hmm. They raised over three points. That was some bullshit, though, it man. It was. It was. And, and and for that lady to be on fixed income, but see, that's what I'm saying. We gotta quit renting, start owning. Yeah. Got quit renting, start owning. We, I, yeah, we we got a story. We feel like when we... I, I have seen this a lot, and I'm not saying me and you, because I know we share information like crazy. If everybody be calling us, we be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, well, somebody said they charge such and such. It's like, why I understand you want to make your money and need to make money, but it's just some shit you just need to just give. You know what I'm saying? Even with credit situations, mm-hmm. I don't know much. I mean, I know enough now. I didn't used to because I remember I used to be like, shit, fuck that credit. You know what I'm saying? Until now, or until about a year ago. And I'm like, wait a minute. Some, 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 some nuggets can come out of this credit shit. You know what I'm saying? And you have to learn and apply. So now when I get people that be like, hey, you know anything about credit? I'm like, yeah, get this book, this book, this book. That's when they'll, they'll be like, wait a minute. You said books. I don't read no goddamn books. Just tell me what I need to do. But I'm like, it's a free book. It's free books out here that you can you can watch so many YouTube videos and it'll combine as a book. You just gotta write the shit down. Write the notes that apply to you and and apply to your your situation. Which it definitely worked because. You know, starting off, you working with me with my credit. My credit was like a 415. Yeah. You know, and now I'm 676. Yeah. You know, and it ain't even been a whole year yet. Yeah. Oh, it been a year? It been a year. It's been a year. So it been about a year. Yeah. You know, and that's a enormous amount of a change. Because it used to take from being that low to get back into the sixes a couple, three, four years. Yeah. 
You know, and that's just me listening to you about how credit works. But the thing is, even if you pass the information on, you still have people to say, oh, well, you know, it's this company that tell me I can pay them $150 a month or $100 a week, whatever it may be, and they'll fix my credit in three years. And I'm like, but, you know, I'm just telling you, my credit just jumped up from from the lowest of a fold all the way up to almost 700 in less than a year because of the information she was providing for me. Yeah. And it's like, they like, uh, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't believe it, but like I told them, I can go open my credit card up, and you can see the score. You know, it, it keep it keep yeah, a little uh-huh. a, a little uh, chart yeah. of the of the rise and the falls and all that. Mm-hmm. I can show you the rise in it and how quick it rose from yeah. from the low point to the high. Yeah. I can show people that, and I had to show one person that, and it was. What I want to say is credit is uh, 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 the, the information for credit and, and the swapping of it is a beautiful thing. If you can relay that information and it turns out that it can help somebody's situation or be a positive thing that could help their situation in the future. I think we so gung-ho on not listening to somebody because we think we know everything that when we get the information and it's right there in our face and we like man I already done my mama I'm up on that I don't need all that but then, <laughs> right but then when it when it comes to it then six months down the road you old lady like look we need to buy a house and you like hey what, what, what was you saying about that credit stuff now tell me again and now you have exhausted time trying to tell them that they want you to exhaust more trying time trying to tell them but if they were listening the first time, it wouldn't even be there. But see, that's our main thing. We we, we don't want to listen to the first initial information that's been relayed to. We got to seek information for somebody else to validate that first information. But if you listen, it's so many people out here right now that's telling you about credit. They're telling you how to improve your credit. They, they give in books, seminars, and everything it's, it's, it's many different ways out here to help you with your credit, which if you're looking to buy a home, you have to have good credit. Yep. I don't give a shit. Unless you got straight dry cash. Now, if you got, you know, say if a house costs $200,000, if you got $200,000 or whatever, I don't think credit would be that much of an issue. It would, but if you was willing to put that much money down, it would not. Actually. I did not know that there are laws against that. What? Depending on what you look like. Yes. Okay. Because we know people that bought a house straight drop cash. And they couldn't because their credit was fucked up. But they had the money. It's law. They did this shit like five years ago. And even so, like, it's so much of a law that the, the, when, you, when they tried to sell homes... They asked the black people to take their pictures down. Yeah, uh, that happened to uh, D.L. Yeah, and a couple other folks. Because it devalues the property. So it's best to 
work around all they bullshit instead of being like, I got straight y'all cash give it to me. They won't do it. They don't give a fuck if you got straight. Cause at this point, money, money is 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 bullshit. When I first heard Nipsey Hussle say that, I was like, that nigga gotta be lying. No, money is nothing now. It's about that black and white. True, but it's always been about yeah. a race thing, and that's what a lot of black people know, and a lot of Caucasian people don't understand or see or know, mm-hmm. but they don't have the same opportunities we have. They have better opportunities. And I say that because it's been a proven fact, but what, how I was raised, like right now, I'm building and working on my credit with you. Mm-hmm. They have programs that accept them with no money to help them fix their credit and buy a house. Yeah. And I said, like, uh, we're not working with little Buddy. I ain't going to say his name. I'm working with little Buddy. Remember I told you, he said he owned a house on, on Dye Hill. Mm-hmm. He said, what he did was rent it for about a year. Mm-hmm. He said, after a year, they came to him and was like, do you want to own the house? Mm-hmm. We have a program that can help you buy this house, blase, blase. Yeah. He said, yeah. He bought the house, stayed there. He said he stayed in the house about seven years, moved, sold the house, got the money and all that. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I'm telling you. We've been here what? Five years. Five, going on five years in in, in uh, November. Yeah. Or uh, August. Mm-hmm. In August. Because we came in August. Yeah. So, it'll be five years in August. Nobody came from that company and said, listen, y'all been paying this X amount of dollars and we got a program to where y'all can continue paying X amount of dollars and we can get y'all in this house right here. Mm-hmm. We don't have that same opportunity. And then when we find out about it, we go seeking it only to get denied. Mm-hmm. But this is why I, I like listening to David Banner. Because he like, you 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 know they got an easy life. Right. You know that you don't get the same opportunities. Right. So why not beat them at their own fucking game? There's always a will, there's always a way. Like you said, I, I had a money, now I got to fix my credit. Exactly, I got to be. Why gripe about it? You hear people be like, oh, I can't buy no house with my credit. Fix that shit. Exactly. It's nothing to do that. It's, it's something, but, you know, it's not as hard as people making it to be. You know, and it's not hard to start the process. It's not hard to build money because all you're doing is saving money. Yeah. You know, and I think if, if you got an issue to where you, you can't save money because you spend happy, then... Why even worried about buying a house? Why not keep spending and paying rent? Yeah. I I know and it's off track a little bit. I hate that I was I hate that my mother was so stressed out because you know, moms or black moms, I feel like, be ready for that eighteen or eighteen year mark to get the child out of mm-hmm. the house. And I think from 14 to 18 is that period to where it's like, okay, you finna go off into the world. You need to know about this. You need to know about this. You need to know about this. You know what I'm saying? Those those keys to shit. You know what I'm saying? Because when we first met, I did not know how to drive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Had to learn how to drive after I was born. Yeah, I went to driving school, but... You know what I'm saying? I did I did not know how to drive. I can't say that I did not have my license or none of that shit. And it was a lot of stuff I had to learn from you. 
14. She some at this point in this day and age, maybe younger. We teach our kids a lot of shit that we had to learn late. True. And I feel like if why not teach your kids stuff that you learned late, especially about stuff that they will have to use once they get into the real world. But I do know as growing up when the critic situation came up, talking to my mama now is what how old am I? Thirty two? I'm like, why you ain't teach me about credit? She's like, motherfucker, I ain't know about credit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just misinformation and shit. So why, why, why we have to know this stuff instead of saying, man, fuck that credit? Because I remember, I, I can't remember who it was that said something to me about getting a credit card. I think my grandma. Yeah. And my grandma was, was like, Nipu, don't start getting a whole bunch of credit cards because you done turned 18 going out crazy. You're going to make sure um, credit up. I was like, it's messed up anyway. And she looked at me and she was like, and one day you're going to be trying to buy a house and you ain't going to be able to because your credit going to be messed up. You know what I'm saying? Look at me now. You know what I'm saying? Look at me now. <laughs> but we, ha- we have the... It's so much stuff that you find out the opposite people do with their credit stuff. And you're like, I didn't even know we could do it. Like, add your dependence yes. on your credit card. And it's like, damn, my mama should have had me. You know what I'm saying? But no, not necessarily. But just on the strength of her being my mama, she should have, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I get it. Because not knowing, you can't teach. So, I don't know. But I know definitely our daughters is not going to be, I'm not saying like a force to be reckoned with, but they will be able to function. They will have the information they need to, yes. to come up with a solution. Yes. And also, I think black people need to, and we talked about this, but we do no podcast on it. I think black people need to understand that there will come a day where you die. You're going to die. Yes. Now, you're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> you need to put forth why Why when you die or when people die, your children inherit debt. Right. Why not make sure they inherit some kind of money? Right. At least enough to bury you and have something. But see, I, don't, I, I always thought about that since we had Luke. Red, go sit down, okay? That'll be finished in a second. I'll give you some more in a little bit. You shaking your bowl at us like a homeless kid. What? Yeah, I'm gonna get some Oreos. Okay, go on. I'll give you some. Don't call me actually sugar. Uh, no. Okay, we'll call this sugar in a little while. I don't think she out. What? She We'll see if she out. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to have interruptions <laughs> when we got three children. Three of them. You know, so if anybody out there listening and they got kids, they you definitely understand. We're going to have interruptions every now and then, especially with having three girls. Exactly. But, uh, back to the topic. Insurance. Look. When, when I initially started working at Mueller and, you know, they give you these different options of insurance. And obviously, you know, most people wave them off because they like that's that's some money out of my check, but really, it's not mm-hmm. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, me paying ten dollars a week for me personally wasn't a lot of money because if I was to die 
it didn't matter if I died at work or, or, or in the streets, my policy still holds. You know, so I set it up to where, like I said, I think I had a policy with just me and with you being my beneficiary and that policy go to you. That policy was $50,000. Okay. Then I had a second policy with all three of them on it, with you the beneficiary, which they was to get, I think, 20, uh, I think it might be a 50 or 25 or $50,000 a piece. And it was a whole lump sum. It broke up into a 33 and a third. Yeah. So they all, they each all get 33 and a third. And then out the lump sum, which came out to almost like, like I said, 50 grand a piece. Yeah. So if you think about that, that's three kids and you. That's $200,000 if I die. Mm-hmm. Me not want to be buried and have a luscious, lavish-ass funeral. I just want to be cremated. You ain't going to pay nothing but a couple of thousand dollars. And, and, and I'm good. You yeah. know, and the rest of the money go to y'all. Yeah. But if we not setting it up like that, then every time we die, you know, we don't have these policies. Or, or, because a lot of black people don't believe in insurance policies. They don't. But see, you know what's the scariest part is they don't believe in these policies only because they don't want to face the fact that they are going to they, die. They gonna die. And that's that's the most ignorant thing. Come here, Red. That's the most ignorant thing that you can... Red, here. That you can do to your kids. I feel like because it's gonna happen, and 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 I always said this: husbands, when you get married, your job, like, and it goes to a parent standpoint too. If when you get married or you be with somebody, because I don't, I know a lot of people that be with somebody for years until one of them die. You know what I'm saying? But when you get with somebody, it's their job to teach you how to survive when they're gone. That's the same thing that needs to happen with your kids. And, and like I said, it's very important to share information. Just mm-hmm. like I didn't know that they also had a reversal type of, of insurance policy to where if something happened to you or the kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. But now I know that when you know I get my stuff base situated, I'm, that's when I'm going to change it to where it's either or. You know, if we die, if they die, it don't yeah. matter. You know, it'll be money shifted over mm-hmm. to help, you know, doing doing the procedure. Yeah. And, and yes, it's very difficult to talk about the death of yourself mm-hmm. or the death of your loved ones. And nobody wants to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. But it need to be had because, you know, we always talk about what if. if, if we, you can't be somewhat prepared. Now, you can't always be prepared. When it comes to death, mm-hmm. because you never know when it's gonna happen. Yeah. But that policy is your preparation. Mm-hmm. You know what? What? How you want to be buried is your preparation. Yeah. If you want to be buried, you know, because like I said, I want to be cremated. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's you already know the preparations mm-hmm. that I have according to myself. Yeah. I already know the preparations you have according to you. Mm-hmm. That it need to be talked about. Yeah. People need to stop. Being afraid to talk about the death and, and what, what happens after. Yeah. Instead of waiting until it happens, then be like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, we don't have enough money to bury this person or, or pay for this person this and do this. And, uh, we don't have the time or uh, the money to take off to go clean out this person's house or whatever it may be. But you you didn't you didn't want to talk about it, so you you couldn't prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why make the 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 deaf talk be this? You know, it's just a it, that people make it weird. Well, I, I want black people to understand that life insurance is very good. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 not about how much you're gonna get or how many policies that you can put out on a person. It's more or less that it's a contingency plan to if this person dies. You know, that that's what I... I don't want to die and, like you said, let my kids inherit debt. Yes. Because I was not prepared. Yeah. Or I was afraid to have the conversation. Yeah. Because that's really what it is, you know, in our community. You can't talk about, oh, it's a, it's, it's, it's a curse. It's a curse. It's not that we talking about you finna die now. It's about in the future. What what is it, you know we can do to better prepare for if this was to happen? Yeah. It was. It's a for instance. Yeah. And people gotta black people definitely gotta start understanding that. You know, when Granny passed, uh, you know, a couple people had policies on her, and she had her own policy, you know, and all of these. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know what was going on because I didn't have this conversation with my grandma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With neither one of my grandmas. Yeah. I never had the deaf conversation because they was afraid to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm not talking bad about it, but I'm saying this is a conversation. I ain't gonna, nah, we ain't gonna talk about that. Okay, well, let's not talk about that. Yeah. Like, I love my mama, but I can have this conversation with her. She not gonna want to hear it. Mm-hmm. She not gonna want to hear it. And which she already told me anyway, she don't want to talk to me about it because obviously my sister is her beneficiary. Yeah. So that's who she need to be having the conversation. Yeah. And I told her that. I said, I know you don't like the conversation. I'm not, you ain't got to talk to me about it. But if you're telling me that my sister is your beneficiary, then you need to get into more detail of exactly what need to happen so and what need to go on. I can't disagree or agree to anything because right. it ain't my site. Exactly. Yeah. And people got to understand that if somebody your beneficiary, that's who has legal rights to say what happened to you. Yeah. You know, even if you disagree with what what you feel like they might do in the future, if this if you was to die. Yeah. But you gave them legal rights. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't give legal rights to my sister. I give them to you because she already mm-hmm. feel like she going to go get deviate away from my plans. <laughs> How could you not give me what I want in death? That don't make sense to me, but that just come from her doing what she want to do, yeah. which I love my sister. I'm not ranking on her or talking bad about her, but she already said that if she was my beneficiary, she was going to give me bear. And I'm like, nah, I just want to be cremated. Put my ashes back in the earth from which they came. Ain't that what y'all say the Bible say? So why I gotta be buried? I don't don't bury me because I I don't want to be laying in a coffin for years and you know just burn my burn my body and man, put my ashes back into the earth. Yeah. 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 I I I I know that that I never talked to my mama about. I just automatically assume. It might people, be time. 
yeah, it might be. I automatically assume Tiffany is her uh, beneficiary. beneficiary. And uh, take them with you. Snack them. I just automatically assume Tiff was hers. Uh, which I can understand that. Well, you don't know until you ask. Yeah, I'm asking. See, you always making assumptions. I told you quit making assumptions because what if you are her beneficiary because you are the eldest child? That would be baffled. Because that's how my mama said she did it. was just because my oldest. sister was the oldest. Yeah. And I, I respect that. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't going to cause no ruckus over that. That's that's her decision. You know, and that's just like I told her my decision. Yeah. She was like, who your beneficiary? I said, me, me. <laughs> like I ain't supposed to uh-huh. be supposed. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be, I think, too, even, you know, I don't work. I still, like you said, with that reverse thing, I think that's a great idea. I mean, not working just to have some kind of, you know what I'm saying, insurance on myself. Cause she, but I didn't, that's what I'm saying. I, I just figured it out, you know, once they started sending me all that paperwork from work. And I was like, oh, dang, I didn't even know I could have done that. Now I know that's exactly what I'm gonna do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which is ain't nothing but like twenty one dollars extra. Mm-hmm. So in all, I'll be paying roughly about thirty thirty eight dollars a week. Yeah. How could I complain with thirty eight dollars a week when if I die, I ain't got a damn dollar but my next check coming? They probably have to pay the bills for my family. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that that's what we got to understand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a contingency plan to when you die. And this shit with life insurance policies has been going on for years. Yeah. And, and a lot of black people do have life insurance policies and, and believe in them. And, but a lot of younger people definitely not taught these policies just like they're not taught, you know, how to build credit or improve credit. It's, it's, and that's, that's really what we at. We, we try to teach everybody we know, young, old, you know, black, white, it don't matter. Well, it, anybody we come in contact with, they want to know the information, we always willing to share. Yeah. And that's how we got to continue to be because that's the only thing that's going to change is that we keep the information available and we can, look, this is the link, this is the person, this is the book. As long as we can share that, that, that wealth of information and knowledge, mm-hmm. I think, you know, if people start getting in the same rhythm as we are, it, it, it'll get better amongst everybody, not just the black community, but people as a whole. Yeah. And I, I noticed, like, over these last three to four years, information has been widely shared. Mm-hmm. Especially having the information highway at the palm of your hand, you can't do nothing but follow the information. Even if you don't want to see it, it's there. Even if you don't want to see it, it's just right there. And you've got to be grateful for it. And a lot of people not because they rather be filled with nonsense. You, it's not even that. You know what I discovered? What? A lot of people like to be in a place of pity so people can have pity on it. Because it, it makes them feel like somebody can always do something for them or somebody always looking out in a, in a better way or, or necessarily just doing their part for them. Yeah. 
and they can sit back and say, oh, you know, I'm in a bad place. And you're like, wait a minute. You need to uplift yourself. You need to bring yourself up and, and get in a better place. Now, I'm not saying I never got in a bad funk or a bad place in my life, but I had, I did have you to uplift me. And that's the thing. It don't necessarily got to be yourself. I, that's my problem. I don't, I, when I'm going through something, I don't, I can't be around folks. Like, I have to go in my hole, feel what I feel, and then I come out. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm like, fuck that. I ain't telling nobody shit because what the fuck you gonna do about how I feel? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna wrap this up because we gotta cook something for these kids and finish doing what we was doing. <laughs> I was chilling. <laughs> you was working. Okay, man. Okay. Okay. Well, my thing is for my final statement on this is that we as black people need to better equip ourselves with knowledge and definitely have the deaf talk with your family. You go. Um, I agree. I, I definitely feel like the deaf talk is necessary. I, I think we need to be prepared to do whatever is necessary. And that's not saying that that's a bad thing. It's just have enough room to where if shit hit the fan, you'll be prepared. But if shit don't hit the fan, you prepared anyway. You know what I'm saying? What they say, stay ready so you don't got to get ready. That's it. All right, we'll see you guys on the next one.